Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. I think we are live. Are we live? Holy Ooh. crap, we are live. Holy crap. Holy crap. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. It's me and CJ. Rogue News in Exile. We are counting down the days, Siege. Siege, we have six more days until we're free. Until six, we can it. finally breathe that YouTube air. Woohoo! And let the wait. party begin. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. We're going to be utilizing uh, YouTube um, just as a promotional uh, side of things here so we can just promote on there. Uh, and, of course, the hard and heavy topics will be here on Twitch. we we got to get everybody. we got so many subscribers. We've lost so many subscribers because of damn YouTube and they're, they're purging of what they're doing. It's ridiculous, Siege. It's a fight, man. Every day is a freaking fight. It is, and I'm and I'm guilty as everyone else. I mean, in in terms of platforms to listen to, I I don't know what it is, but uh, Rumble just needs to invest on their their technology and their Dude. their app development to get it yeah uh, comparable to how YouTube. seamlessly you know YouTube just makes just it copy so- YouTube, just copy YouTube. That's all you need to. Do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, and look, I'm guilty as this one. I'm guilty as well. I have a YouTube uh, Prime membership. Or YouTube, whatever. I have a premium. Like, yeah, premium, I don't like yeah. ads. Yeah, I don't yeah. like ads. And be honest with you, look, as a platform, they make it so easy to stay. It's just so comfortable. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? So it's a necessary evil we got to deal with. But we'll figure out a creative way as we as we do this. I mean, dude, honestly speaking, Rumble's user interface is, especially on the back end, it's trash, man. It's it's almost as high school level as 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 Bitchute. Now Bitchute is another. I who put Bitchute together like a high school kid. It seemed like I mean, it looked like a GeoCity. Remember those GeoCity sites? Siege from yes. back in the nineties oh when gosh. the internet was just kind of Geo. Yes. Everybody had a GeoCities. Yes. Yeah. Check out yeah. my website www.geocities hyphen exclamation mark v dot com. Oh my god! Well, like for example, with Rumble, because I don't, I don't try to keep like tons of apps on 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 my phone. You know, I try to keep it operating efficient and all that kind of good stuff. And and plus, we know all the reporting that's taking place in the in the background. But some of the the streaming systems and software that's out there, it almost forces you to to use the app. And one thing that I noticed right away with using Rumble just on a on a browser is that I can't minimize away from that. I can't multitask yeah. uh, away from it. And then sometimes when I when I do that and I'm able to hit play back in the browser, it starts back over again for some reason. Like at the beginning, I'm like, shit, I was, I was like 25 minutes into it. So then I'm sitting there with my, you know, on my phone trying to move the little bar. <laughs> it's just, it's just, you know, again, at least they're trying and hopefully they will uh, continue their efforts to make their platform uh, better, but yeah, the, you know they're 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 a few years behind in terms of just making it so easily to access access the videos and and you know to and especially to integrate, um, you know like I like my subscription base. It'd be nice to be able to just take everyone that's on YouTube that there as a, a subscriber uh, channels that I subscribe to and just navigate to to Rumble and they all appear there. You know instead of you know so I'm sitting there still going through and again just goes back to my laziness just. Searching every channel that I like, you know, 
following it or subbing to it on Rumble. So it's just going to yeah. take some time for me to build it up on, on a personal side. Absolutely, man. You know, it, and, and it, it, it's just so much easier. But anyway, folks, you can find us over at roguenews.com, roguenews.com. And uh, I want to do a special plug today, this morning. We have our very own, our very own El Cuco has his channel. Folks, get over to CJOMC. If you haven't done so already, El Cuco has been doing some incredible commentary and some interview work. Get over there. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Get Cuco live by yeah, it's just subscribe. again the, the the content just different than the rogue format. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna see some uh, what I'm calling reaction. You know those reaction videos. It, it's be. a it's a more sensitive side of El Cuco. You will it's never the see more sensitive else. side. You'll never see it anywhere else. We may do some live stream karaoke nights on there. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna you know there may be some gaming nights. Who who knows? So, um, but yeah, but appreciate it, V. Yeah, no worries, man. So go over there, subscribe. You get a different slice of the pie, a little little, little flavor with some uh, little salsa in your life. You know what I'm saying? You get that salsa with uh, with El Cuco. Go over there, CJOMC, YouTube, and give, just type in CJOMC, and it'll pop right up. And this way you can subscribe and you get I mean, CJ did an awesome interview with uh, Simona Managiante, Papadopoulos. 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 That's uh, George Papadopoulos' wife. Uh, yesterday in the discussion about Ukraine. Uh, so get over there. Join up. Support. You know, do whatever you can. And uh, with that being said, also check out roguenews.com. Follow us everywhere on every single social media app that's possibly out there. And every single podcasting app. We're on um, iTunes. We're on Google Podcasts. We're everywhere, man. You know, can't miss us. Anyway, Siege, uh, lots happening. Did you see the new Paul Joseph Watson video? I have not. No, it's pretty freaking awesome. Uh, we, yeah, I have it queued up. Man. Okay, yeah. yeah, let's let's look at it. This is uh pretty damn great, pretty damn great. I'm gonna play it. It's just too good. All right, here we yeah, go. He's much more independent than running with with uh, Infowars. Yeah, 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 he's 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 more level headed. Yeah, for sure. Infowars like it, it, every day the world is ending at Infowars. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the whole thing, CJ. You see, I'm just saying the white papers. And uh, I know what the people are doing. I know what these elites are doing. Infowars.com. Get your Superman vitality. <laughs> Do it now. Do it now. I know what these globalists are doing. <laughs> Working on Alex Jones impersonation. <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of a hybrid between Hulk Hogan and, yeah. and, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm working but on it. But they do sound there. like, though. They do like sound like. Infowars.com is the place. Let me tell you, folks. Now, I've been studying these globalists. For decades. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's PJW. Okay, like Remember music. when the media ran that PR campaign encouraging foreign volunteers to go and fight in Ukraine? 16,000 foreigners have joined in the fight on the ground in Ukraine. Over the weekend, President Zelensky called non-Ukrainians to come fight to defend Europe and the world, as he put it. Let's check in on how that's working out. Spoiler alert, not very well. Of course, some of those volunteers, the ones with actual military experience, went to fight well-prepared and with good intentions. But let's be honest, a lot of keyboard warriors made the trip 
with very different intentions. Get to the border, take a few selfies for Twitter dopamine, Instagram likes and Reddit upvotes, <laughs> and get the hell out of there. We've seen this kind of moral exhibitionism already backfire in another sense. A third of Ukrainian refugees aren't <laughs> coming from Ukraine. People are commendably opening up their homes to Ukrainian refugees. But when they arrive, getting, let's just say, not what they... <laughs> Look at these Ukrainians, he's... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yep. Look at yep. this guy. <laughs> He's like culture shock. He's like, um, maybe not. Yo, what is wrong with us in the West? I mean, we've not only are the baddies, we're the retarded baddies. <laughs> we're so retarded. What we're the is bipolar, going on with us? dyslexic, you know, um, oh, you name it. See, these are, they must be from Kiev, right? <laughs> you can tell by the way they look. They're sure. Yeah, they're probably from the Western Front. Maybe the Eastern Front. Maybe they're from Kharkov. Yeah. See, these are Ukrainians from Kharkov. <laughs> Ukrainian. Are, and look at this idiot. Whoever this more Ukrainian refugees arriving in Ireland. <laughs> and this twat over here. This muppet. Bloody hell. This doesn't look like no Ukrainians. <laughs> uh. Expected. Whoops. Oops. D'accord. Okay. Donc ça, vous me dites que c'est vous. D'accord, okay. Il y a combien de temps Il y a longtemps. Il y a longtemps Ah oui, ça, ça doit être très longtemps. Oh, look, she's transracial. She transitioned into a black girl. Oh, my God. Oh, I mean, it's, you know, they're mirroring twins. I mean, just a little bit of skin pigment difference. I mean, you know, No, 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 this is Rachel Dolezal in reverse. Dolezal went from white to black. This girl's going from, you know, uh... Yeah, she's like, well, Dolaza. She went from, you know, white to black. It's the same thing. Look, the resemblance is uncanny. See? I see it. Maybe 10, 20 years ago, she transitioned from uh, from being this white girl named uh, named uh, Tiana Djokovic or whatever, right? Yeah. Yep. Oops, and now for the volunteer foreign fighters. When this guy went public with what was really happening to many foreign volunteers, the media ran hit pieces smearing him as a right-wing boogaloo boy who just got scared and ran home. But it turns out, he was telling the truth. Our base got fucked up. The base right next to us got fucked up. Americans, British, tons of British dead. They're trying to send us to Kiev with no fucking weapons, no kit, no fucking... Plates. So they told us we had to get the fuck out of there. We're going to shoot us in the back. When you get to the border, anyone who has kit, anyone who has any military shit, they're fucking pulling you out of the line and they're sending you back to the front. People need to stop coming here. It's a trap and they're not letting you fucking leave. Presumably keen on feeding more Western dopamine addicts into the Ukrainian meat grinder, the media demonized the guy as a phony. But his story is echoed by others who made the trip. Namely, that foreigners who show up in Ukraine are being treated like cannon fodder, having their passports ripped up and totally ill-prepared being sent direct to the front lines. And then being told, under martial law, they won't be able to go home until the war is over. Which could be weeks, or it could be years. Sky News reports that British man Ben Spann, with no military experience whatsoever, and without even telling his wife or teenage son, Man. left for Ukraine, hopped up on media-contrived sanctimonious... This is exactly what Joaquin Flores was talking about. Like many people in the West, from not only from a population standpoint of the individual citizen, but all the way to leadership, are suffering from what is called main character syndrome.
This occurs when you're fed a steady diet of video games, um, uh, superhero movies, uh, where you're where you're fed the, a line of American exceptionalism and invincibility and all this other bullshit. This creates a a a, a type of call a a type of uh, you know uh, like a, a a cauldron where these type of personality traits are created, and people literally are dejected from reality, right? And they're dopamine addicts. That is what we have devolved into, folks. In the Western world, particularly the United States, we have all the majority. Look at the kids. Look at your kids. Find out what they're doing. If you'll be shocked that many of them have turned to dopamine addicts. They're not drug addicts. You know, back, you know, being Gen X, we, we all had the, you know, we all heard about the friends popping pills, this, that, and the other, you know, doing drugs, right? Yep. We all remember the, the, the egg that was being fried in the frying pan back in the 80s and 90s. This is drugs. This is your brain on drugs, right? Well, the new drug today, thanks to big tech, thanks to the deep state, is dopamine. And every time these kids who are dopamine addicts who are posting on social media, okay, the TikTok, Instagram, okay, that's that's like the social media du jour for young kids these days. No, the young kids are really not on Facebook, right? They're like, ah, that's for my parents, right? They're all on Instagram and uh, and 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 TikTok. This is what they're doing. They're getting them dopamine hits, so they're already living in an alternate reality. In other words, these dopamine addicts are easy to trans, you know, easy to transition them into the metaverse. Where they become mm. dopamine junkies, where they're getting more and more hits, right? Folks, look, I'm dead ass serious. I do not have social media. We have a company account for for uh, on Twitter. That's about it, right? But me personally, no. My family, no. My kids, no. No, 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 no. You shouldn't do that. If you're on social media, get the hell off. There's a way, and I got to do this one more time to show you guys how to completely, not only just eradicate your social media profile, like your Facebook. There's a way to completely delete your Facebook account. Not deactivate, which Facebook does, but there's a few steps where you not only delete it, but they also send you a zip file with all your photos, and they and they and they give you a, a zip file that has all of that. Okay, so there's a way to do that. Get off of it. Why are you keeping a digital dossier on yourself? Number one, and number two, why are you allowing your family members, allowing your kids to become dopamine addicts, so they turn out like this moron, this flipping muppet of a moron who goes to Ukraine? This is a man who has responsibilities. You have responsibility to your wife. You have responsibility to your kids, right? And this moron, without telling his wife or kids, hops on a plane and goes to the Ukraine front lines because, you know what? He spent some time playing Call of Duty. So he thinks he's go- he can go into the front line warfare. But he doesn't realize the Russian military are not idiots. They're professional soldiers. And he's going to get rolled. He's going to get liquidated. That thought doesn't occur to him. Let's watch. Yes, grandstanding. To quote, join the resistance. He actually ended up trapped in a squalid safe house for five days. No toilets, no running water. <laughs> having AK-47s pointed at his head by a Ukrainian SWAT team. Then fled to Poland as soon as possible, having realized that he'd enrolled himself on a quote, suicide mission. Span subsequently said that foreign fighters with no military experience attempting to enter Ukraine are actually quote, more of a burden to the Ukrainian military. Really? And there I was thinking this literal real-life manifestation of a Soyjack meme would be combat-ready in no time. <laughs> Soyjack. 
That's <laughs> Turns out playing Call of Duty and your student digs in between furious wanking sessions doesn't count as military experience. That's it. That's what most of these young punks growing up today do. They play Call of Duty or they're playing whatever one of these first person shooters that are out there like Call of Duty. Um, I don't know what the other major. I'm going to. Yeah, this is. Yeah, I'm going to remove from my bio, uh, my resume, virtual combat trained. OK, <laughs> I'm going to remove. Yeah, that you tomorrow. need to remove. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whether it's Call of Duty, whether it's Arma, Arma, Arma is another great, yeah. you know, strategy, you know, type thing. But yeah, I think I think I need to drop it from my resume that I'm virtually trained. <laughs> <laughs> proficient. In uh, <laughs> you, utilizing I can re- I can javelin respond. missiles, I can, can respond a hundred times. <laughs> I can exactly, exactly. You know, Hobo Sermon's made a point here. L- listen to this. Right, this sounds crazy, but this is actually a valid point. Hobo, you've been drinking already. No, no, no. Let's okay. let's dissect what he's doing. Right, okay. what he's saying. I agree with him. Right. Porn should be illegal. It's more damaging to your brain than anything you could imagine. It alienates your relationship that you could possibly have with a real woman. It wrecks intimacy, crushes chemistry, and really fucks you up. Okay? So if you're going to go that route, if you're somebody that needs to get your jollies off, you're probably better off going this route. Go go get a hooker. <laughs> Seriously. It's probably better for you mentally than doing this honestly speaking it sounds crazy but honestly speaking well it, it it does but i think there's been actual research research has shown that people who watch porn but then also different situations right whether the most extreme porn that's out there that that kind of conditions them that they eventually want to live that out in real life in one way or the other oh 100 um, you know and so from the criminality perspective that it, it potentially can, can lead to that, you know, especially people who, you know, who can't differentiate between what they're witnessing and how they're being programmed into their, their, their systems. But yeah, it'd be interesting to do a study that probably already exists about people who have either, either, you know, uh, pedophilia or, or uh, rape or anything like that to see, you know, how many of them were engrossed in, you know, look at their, their 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 data history to see how they were conditioned to that because of it. But yeah, in terms of the legal sex thing, I mean, yeah, you could argue one that there are certain uh, types of situations in regards to the way that it perhaps could eliminate the 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 black market and eliminate some of the the criminality of that particular industry. Right. And and the same thing, the same goes true with with um uh, with with uh, recreational use of of, of cannabis and stuff yeah. like that, of drugs. Yeah, so. But yeah, good good point, Hobo. Good point. Very good point. Who knew hundreds of members of the Volunteers for Reddit subreddit, <laughs> yeah, Reddit bros, reportedly joined the Reddit Legion, travelled to Ukraine and were immediately shelled and shot by <laughs> Russian soldiers. They were told by the Kremlin that they'd be treated as mercenaries and war criminals. Yeah, but damn up votes though. Many of the Reddit Legion have no prior weapons training or combat experience, but their enthusiasm to post to other Reddit members about their mission to courageously kill Russian soldiers led to the location of their training camps being identified and then being killed by Russian soldiers. Whoops. They're sending (laughs) untrained foreign volunteers to the front with little ammo and shit AKs and they're getting killed. Yeah, but that internet clout. Apparently many of them were deluded by Western propaganda about Russian forces being decimated, leaving Redditors vulnerable to the idea that they're joining some kind of hunting party 
and not an actual shooting war. Correct, exactly. When you hear reports from the Ukrainian Ministry of Defense, right, or this should just be renamed Ministry of Disinformation, telling you that twelve to 14,000 Russian soldiers have been killed, you're going to be inclined <clears throat> to believe the BS and join them, thinking, "Oh, we're going to be—it's a cleanup. It's a cleanup job at this point. <laughs> you know, America's got our back." Blah blah blah. You know, there's an old saying, Siege. What's that, V? Fools rush in where angels fear to tread. Fools rush in where yeah, angels. Yeah, but V, I'm thinking about how much, how many more followers would I get on Instagram? How many more likes would I get that Siege. if I took a selfie over there with Ukraine? Okay, come on, bro. Now. We should be over there in Ukraine right now doing a torque video, you and I, <laughs> on the battlefield. We should. I mean, hell yeah. Right, right, right outside the roads of Mariupol. You know what? Yeah. We can't do that yet until we launch a TikTok page. Okay, we need a TikTok page. We'll, so do, we can... we'll launch it there while we're out in we the could, outskirts we could, of we Mariupol. Should. Yeah, make it a global announcement. We'll just hope that the Azov doesn't shoot us dead because they're racist <laughs> Nazis. And us being uh, uh, us being uh, brown boys, they might just uh, you know liquidate us right then and there. Siege. I don't know. Well, we definitely have to have some face paint on, right? We'd have to be Ooh, you know all camera white up face, white face. We'd have to go yes. white face. For that. We're, we're white face, so we're safe. You know, and worst comes to worst, man, we'll we'll, we'll uh, get on a refugee uh, boat or something like that and wind up in Ireland and tell them that we're native <laughs> Ukrainians. They'll believe us. The Irish are so cocked. They'll believe us. They'll believe a, a Ugandan family or a Nigerian family escaping uh, Africa somewhere, right? Or, or, or from like uh, uh, Senegal or whatnot. Oh, you're, oh, yeah, you definitely look Ukrainian. <laughs> God almighty. <laughs> Another British volunteer, 37 year old Leon Dawson was told by Ukrainian officials he'd just be a liability. We don't have the resources to train you. We don't have the time to train you either, they said. Another British volunteer, Carl Walsh, who volunteered as a medic, was assured by the Ukrainian embassy in London that he wouldn't be required to fight. And then ended up being told that his passport would be confiscated, he'd be given a paltry 48 hours training and be sent straight to the front lines. Quote, it's a death wish, said Walsh. A French Foreign Legion veteran bluntly informed their group that quote 95% of you will be killed within days of arriving in Kiev and persuaded them to get back on their bus and go back the way they came. Yeah, there may be a 95% chance of them coming home in body bags, but isn't that worth it for the 100% chance of making it to the top of Reddit? Some interesting quote here that I have from a foreign legionnaire. So it was a legionnaire, and uh, this is what he said, right? When a French foreign legionnaire got there. This is what he said. He was one of the volunteers, former French uh, Foreign Legion. You know, French Foreign Legion, folks, you don't know these. <coughs> Excuse me. I had a sore throat. Hold on. It's, I think it's COVID to make it a comeback, Siege. <laughs> what did you, <coughs> you say, V? I think I'm getting COVID. I feel a sharp stabbing pain in my throat. <coughs> Actually, I'm wearing a mask right now doing this live stream. I feel safer this way. You, you know... You know, shame on me, Siege. I should be wearing a mask as well during this live stream. It's, it's per- I don't want any of our audience members to catch COVID during this live stream. So <laughs> let me put on a mask. I'll take a swig of water. So this is the translation from what the French Foreign Legion guy said. He said, I was expecting to have fun in Ukraine and gun down Ruskies like the N-words and the wogs in the third world countries, rag trap troops. No one informed me that these Ruskies are professional soldiers equipped with the latest military tech and hardware. 
No one wants to die in an unfair fight. <laughs> ah, yes, that's right. It's not what you're being told by the idiotic media. Some of these foreign fighters from the UK were so keen on letting everyone else know that they'd arrived that their cell phone signals, presumably in between checking who'd watch their Instagram stories, were picked up by Russian intelligence, who then used those signals to demolish the Yavoriv training facility in western Ukraine, killing 35 people. Whoops. Mercenaries who were contracted by the Wagner Group, a military company linked to Moscow, may have been operating nearby at the time of the strike, according to reports, and specialists fear they would have been able to pick up, locate and target a concentrated group of British mobile phone signals and pass the information to Russian forces. Yeah, turns out that broadcasting the fact that you're in a war zone isn't quite as rewarding as broadcasting the fact that you attended a Black Lives Matter rally. Ben Spann admits, having abandoned his wife and son and leaving them in a harrowing state of anxiety, that he travelled to Ukraine in order to boost his own ego. And therein lies the point. Many of these volunteers don't really give a shit about Ukraine. They're dopamine-addled, socially-engineered NPCs brought up on a steady diet of vacuous virtue. Virtue signaling. Mm. But in 2022, virtue signaling just isn't enough. Anyone can add a Ukrainian flag to their Twitter bio. Now you have to be there. Even if it's just for five minutes, you have to get the selfie. You have to truly manifest moral exhibitionism. Are they brave for merely going in the first place? Maybe. You can't call them cowards. Are they stupid for thinking they can serve on the front lines of a hot war with zero military experience or weapons training? Yeah. They're definitely stupid. And who's to blame? Zelensky for immediately calling for foreign fighters to flood Ukraine with no proper system in place to vet or train them. The media for relentlessly amplifying the message because the can-do-no-wrong darling Zelensky said it. The Biden White House for recruiting TikTok influencers who are now using their clout to poison young minds with dubious moral imperatives. But more broadly cultural institutions, social media, and society in general. And we really do live in a society for rewiring the brains of young people to think that charity, which should always be private, should in fact be as public as possible. For exploiting the same brainwashing techniques that make people addicted to gambling and weaponizing them to incentivize very dangerous and sometimes deadly performative activism. It's a very good point that he made, right? One common theme of those who become dopamine addicts is we have an entire generation of Americans that are dopamine addicts, the TikToking, the social media junkies who live, the Instagram thoughts and all these other morons who live for the dopamine hit. When you become a dopamine addict, everything you do, whether it is public charity, whether it's charity that you should be doing in private or, or whatever you do, anything becomes a virtue signal thing. Why do you virtue signal? Because you're a dopamine addict. Why do you want to boast about the good deeds you're doing? Because you're a dopamine addict. It's not about the good deeds. It's about your, 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 your fragile, narcissistic ego. And this is what we have in this country. We have a plethora, an entire generation of out-of-touch, alternate reality morons who are, who I tell you right now, these kids will not be able to compete in the multipolar world that we are about to be thrust into. This is what I believe. I think a good swath of this country will, at the end of this collapse, will be a failed state with sweatshops and sex tourism and sex trafficking is what's going to happen here in the United States. 
Because, folks, when you've got your physical economy and you eliminated it, you eviscerated the concept of, of a physical economy, you lose that innate tribal knowledge on how to make and create things. This is why two years into this whole entire scamdemic bullshit as it's going away, we still have not increased the production capability of toilet paper in this country. We still have not increased the production capability of paper towels in this country. And that's a damn fact because we don't have it. Just like since we haven't, since 1973, built a new oil refinery, right? The reason why we can't build, micro, we, we, you know, oh, Samsung's opening up a, a, a microprocessor facility in Texas. Well, that's great. But the problem is that it's a very small talent pool here in the United States. And this is what many, many venture capitalist companies are, are, are discovering for themselves. And this is why I advocate every single one of you, watch the documentary 12 Million Minutes, where they take three of some very top-performing American high school students, and they, tra- and they track their life in their, you know, from, from freshman year to senior year and their graduation in comparison and contrast to kids from China and India. And you see how dumb, stupid, idiotic, cannot perform lowbrow and how pathetic us American kids are. Our kids are fucking pathetic. Okay? And you'll realize that. And then when you realize that, you'll make the necessary motions as a parent to set your kid up to function in the multipolar world. Okay? That's what I'm doing in my household. I've been doing it. Mrs. McGorilla has been doing it since the time our child was born. Set your kids up for success. Set your kids up to function in the multipolar world. Set your kids up to be proficient in STEM, proficient in trade. Not everybody's going to be in STEM, but learn how. If, if you got kids that are going to be great in trade, get them involved in a trade. But get them away from this social media dopamine hit drug. It's BS. It needs to stop. All for likes, upvotes, retweets, and dopamine. All for the pointless prize of who can best demonstrate their moral exhibitionism. All in the name of what has become the ultimate and only virtue. Who can best demonstrate their support for the current thing? That's it. It's like what uh, it's like what uh, Elon Musk he tweeted out that meme. I support the current thing. <laughs> It's unreal, Siege. It, it, it's unreal. I mean, but, you know, it's unfortunately what they they advocated for, right? It's it's when Zelensky gets up there and says, you know, come come fight here. You know, we, we're, we're going to grant visas and, you know, and, and, and come over. And, you know, we have this uh, mentality that, that we're going to make, you know, instant gratification in terms of, of going over there, not fully understanding the, deni- the dynamics of what's evolving. I think I shared with you, V, I probably shared on a previous podcast that I actually had a uh, a, f- a friend from high school, um, you know, we played sports together and all that kind of good stuff that showed up at the embassy and you in Washington, the Ukraine embassy in Washington, D.C. with oh a couple God. buddies with with uh, weapons and everything ready to go uh, to Ukraine and getting getting a- arrested for it. But the 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 long term in, in terms of the impact that we're witnessing in regards to the social media platforms is not not only the dopamine crisis, but also just the amount of. Uh, depression, the amount of the loss of 
livelihood of the individual that's forcing people to try to attempt to be so different from what they're seeing or even even like right like in terms of you know you're seeing like a lot more kids at younger age who who are are trying to really understand their own sexuality and they're seeing all these things online in regards to transgenders and 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 they're being they're like well maybe i am too and they're starting to explore these things not necessarily uh because of of real impacts but more so just for the the um the likes and the views in terms of what that that could be for them on on social media and, and being able to different so it's yeah there's no doubt um that you know long term for the, for the for the kids um and 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 part of the reason why the education structure structure has really been challenged with this you know for for many many uh, you know many years now is because we keep adapting our our kids in school systems to get to more technology-based type learning where they're like, you know, eliminating uh, paper and, and, and cursive and all these things and forcing these kids to explore these things. Um, I know personally, my kids, I think they, they do maybe Twitter, you know, for, you know, to, to do for the uh, UFC mm-hmm. also for, for, for wrestling, but the long-term impact of, of the generation, the kids that are going through this compounded with COVID it's going to be many years. It's, it's, it's going to be like a, a long, strenuous rehabilitation process that the youth are going to have to have to go through uh, in order to recoup the the loss of, of either learning and then also the social media impact on their their livelihoods. And you compound that with parents who are either not involved with their kids' lives, who 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 uh, aspire strictly just for you know for travel, for for financial profitability, and they're 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 both working outside of the household because they think that's that's the right thing to do not paying attention to what's happening with their, their kids. And then, and then the divorce rate, let's mention the divorce rate in our country, right? Let's, let's oh. mention that. I think I've shared before online that I have mm-hmm. you know, my, my son of all his good close of group friends that, you know, we're the only ones where, you know, we're still married as a family, the rest are all separated and, and everything else like that. But man, I tell you what, we're in a world of hurt right now as a society be and, and until we wake up and it's going to take a fundamental shift or something to rock the core of the American people to understand that. And maybe, maybe the demise of the dollar, maybe it's the, uh, of people's worlds being completely interrupted uh, that's going to wake up the masses to the, the problems that we're having as a society. V. Absolutely. 100%. And this is what it, it needs to stop. It's somehow something happened where men, we went ahead, we conquered the wilds. We, you know, civilized society, we built great infrastructure and then we just kicked back and cucked ourselves and became effeminate. And it's in that power vacuum that you have these these hyper feminized females running around and everything is out of whack. You have feminazis running around with beta males and it's a dangerous combination. This is a conversation that every man needs to do. This is a conversation where a man needs to find his balls, reattach them and start winning back, not only in his in his family, in his community, but to do so on a larger scale. And it's the only way it's going to work. We have to redefine. We have to rediscover, not redefine, excuse me, but rediscover power, patriarchy, and masculinity. Power, patriarchy, and masculinity. Man, that's a conference in and of itself. PPM. Do you have PPM? You need PPM. Power, patriarchy, and masculinity is what is going to win the United States back as a great nation amongst great nations, without which we stand to fall and fall hard. Because I'll tell you right now, I mean, we fall in the condition that we are. It is going to be a tough slog trying to piece together the mix, the absolute mess of what it's going to be. 
uh, short moon, uh, short buzz mooner said it best. You know, most of these kids are going to be dejected, right? They're they're gonna, you know, they're going to off themselves. You know, they're going to self delete. She says these children will be. I'll put it up there. It's a great post. These children will be retarded, and a lot will self delete from sheer dismay. Absolutely right. Because what happens when the dopamine goes away? Your life goes away. Okay? Your life goes away. And Pillage Guy acts in Singapore, a great place for store metals. Yes, it is. Uh, my partners have the largest private gold vault in the world in Singapore, fully licensed, insured, and bonded in the Singapore Free Trade Zone. If you if you need more information, contact me via Rogue News. And I'll Just make you sure you can get there. Just make sure you can get there. Oh, you don't need to. It's, it's fully liquid. If you don't, it, 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 you could liquidate it or transport it anywhere because it's part of the LBMA Good Delivery Network. It's untouchable. That's that good old boy Rothschild network, man. 280-year-old network that has seen booms, busts, and multiple world wars. No issues. That I, I would vault either Singapore, Switzerland has kind of flushed banking secrecy down the toilet, um, and then there's... Yeah, I would do Sing- I would do Singapore. That's my that'll be my first choice. Maybe Hong Kong, depending on the bonding. But that's my first choice. Siege. Uh no, I mean in terms of like you said, I th- I think you nailed it. Um it's it's gonna it's gonna t- it's gonna take a minute. Um, you know, we will go through uh inevitable uh transition period of many years. This isn't something that's going to be fixed overnight. Uh the the challenge has got to be taking a look at the the amount of influx that we've had. And we spoke about it the other day in regards to the generational uh, welfare system that's being mm. created in, in, in our country. And it is, it is truly generational. Uh, we have a, a systematic approach to it where, you know, yes, uh, in terms of social services and what those programs were intended for, uh, were, were the likelihood of it was, was well-intended. You know, hey, let's, let's help have a system in place to help people, uh, prop them up for a minute when they're in time of need. However, it's, it's, it's felt into the need now where, I think the, the government understands that if we get enough people who are bankrolled, who are dependent upon government assistance, then we can literally create an entire class that's dependent upon the system who would never want to change and disrupt that. I guarantee if you publicly ask, ask now that, hey, you know, we need to work towards defunding the federal government and reducing taxes and doing these things. And, and if you ask that question to to the people saying, but listen, your your benefits are going to extremely be cut, you know. I'm not saying the people on Social Security, you've you've, you've paid into that system. Um, not everyone does, but some people have uh, that that you, those benefits are going to be cut. You're not going to have the same benefits that you're going to have. They would fight to keep that system in place. The, they, they would systematically refuse to do that. And hence the reason why people are still plugged into this paradigm of, of left and right politics in, in our country. It's it's a system that that they, they count on. They they believe in it. And and, and the Democrats, well, for whatever reason, they do a very good job of 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 putting up the illusion that they have the the answers to these things to solve these problems. I remember back in my banking days, one of the organizations that I think it was Manpower or something like that, some of you know like a jobs to to work uh, program. And one of the first things that they did was when you went there and you tried to get benefits and signing up for, they handled you a, handed you a, a voter registration uh, uh, you know form, and they asked you to identify, and they said, hey, listen. Because of the Democratic Party, here are the 12 things that you that you get. And the other side doesn't really advocate for these benefits. So you need to register as, as, as a Democrat and vote that way. So they start they they, they have it down um, in terms of how they how they they do those things. I mean, it's just 
it's very systematic and those things don't get corrected very easily. Absolutely right. Here we have an excerpt from the great Sergei Lavrov, uh, one of the greatest statesmen and diplomats ever. Uh, history will be looking back at this guy as one of the greatest. I mean, this guy is the Russian Benjamin Franklin, bro. I'm telling you, this guy's amazing. Lavrov, to the question, why couldn't the situation with Ukraine be resolved peacefully? Because the West did not want to solve the situation by peaceful means. This is not about Ukraine at all. Or rather, not so much about Ukraine, but about the world legal order. The United States took over the whole of Europe. Under Biden, the United States set itself the task of subjugating Europe and achieved its unquestioning adherence to the American course. The current crisis is a fateful moment. This is an epochal moment in modern history. It reflects the battle over what the world order would look like. A misunderstood sense of one's own infinite superiority, that's, that's exceptional, Stan, right? also prevails in the situation that we are considering. You see, folks, when you think that you are the cat's meow, when you think you are the lighthouse on top of the hill, God's greatest gift to humanity and whatnot, you think that you're so damn exceptional that your history is so unique and blah, 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 so on and so forth, and you think you're so superior that you're unbeatable in warfare, unbeatable in economics, and you're, you know, your empire will run and last forever for perpetuity, right? You can't negotiate. It affects your negotiation ability. It affects your ability to negotiate in order to come to treaties and agreements. Because everything you look at, every treaty, every agreement, everything that needs to be negotiated will be skewed from the perspective that you are exceptional, you're superior. What, what reason is there for lions to talk with sheep? And this attitude is, is retarded. It's, a, it's the dumbest thing in the world. We're not superior. We're not better. Hell, there's a lot to think, you know, a lot to, to think about how other countries run their systems and learn from. But we don't do that because we're the best, we're the exceptional, blah, 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 blah. We're, 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 we're this anomaly. Really not, man. It's really simple. When you break down the numbers, it's really simple. We're the only country that didn't have its entire infrastructure decimated after World War II. And then those lend-lease programs have has funneled in hundreds of billions of trillions of dollars of wealth back in. So we ran off the economic boom of the post-World War II years. And then the Cold War years. We were the economic engine of the world. So the last 20 or 30 years, we've been living off the fat of that achievement. And now that fat of that achievement has gone really thin. There's very little left. And, but yet we're still negotiating with Russia as if it is the Soviet Union. We still negotiate with China as if it is Mao's China. And our strategy 
when it comes to dealing with countries, it is the broken British and Roman model, to be exact, of blowing people up, of wrecking things, this gunboat diplomacy that we have, that does not work. And it's something that our founding fathers had advocated against. The United States took over whole of Europe. The current crisis is a fateful moment, and this is an epochal moment in modern history. It reflects the battle over what the world order will look like. A misunderstood sense of one's own infinite superiority also prevails in the situation that we are considering. Building a world in which the West will lead everything with impunity and unquestioningly. That's exactly what they want. And when you say West, translate that to the America. That's what it means. There's no West here. Every other Western country is a vassal. Okay? There's no West here. In terms of military power, in terms of a country that actually put boots on the ground to bomb out some mud huts somewhere in some third world, well, that's us. I remember 2016, starting the uh, Trump presidency, we heard about Green Berets being killed in Niger. And everybody was like, we have green... What the hell were our Green Berets doing in Niger? We're the only ones. We're the the West, basically. There's a lot of speculation that Russia is being pushed right now because it's the last hurdle. You, you, You bet that right. It's the last hurdle to get past before China gets involved. This is simply said. But there is a serious truth in it. Why couldn't it be solved by peace? We have been proposing to solve this amicably for many years. Why couldn't this be solved? I mean, think about it for a second, folks. I mean, think about it, Siege. Why couldn't these assholes just talk and settle it with peacefully and amicably? This whole bullying that they do, they don't realize. It's like we're like the 80-year-old man who's got shriveled up testicles, who's got atrophied muscles, and he wants to go pick a fight with 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 with, with a guy that looks like Thor, you know, Bjornson, the you know world's strongest man. It's ridiculous. It, it is re- ridiculous, and you know, getting you know isolating. Look at this just strictly as as Ukraine. It it's much more. It's a, the the dynamics of it are are much more significant in regards to this transition period that we're 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 navigating through and. And unfortunately, because of all the, the the media, what they're putting out there in regards to democracy and, you know, Russia's doing that, they're killing all these innocent people, the, the narrative gets lost through this consistently. And through this process, I don't think history define, will ever define where we are in this moment in terms of this massive transition period that we're currently living and we're going through. Uh, you know, I'm not a historian, I'm not an expert on history, but V, I can't recall through the major events that resulted in uh, the changing of, of world reserve currencies, uh, the dynamics. I'm sure after World War One, World War Two, uh, the, there were systems, there were things that took place from that. But I don't think through that time period, and maybe war was the result of it, did we ever have a uh, this significant of a power struggle where you had one system, you know, mostly the West had a significant banking system who's ready to flip the system entirely to something new. Uh, but then you had this other huge power structure that said, listen, we may not be on board with that. We, we don't think that that's the right direction that, 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 
that the world needs to lead to. So now these are coming to a, a head. And you, Ukraine, unfortunately, they're the innocent bystander, right? They're the they're they're the bastard child that's there, and and they're they're willing to go full scorched earth on it for this dynamic, this huge change. And the key is, is that how do we prevent this and and you know get getting to uh, some type of next uh, world war or even larger scale? I think economically, I think we're already there, right? Economically, we're already there, but we have these two major power structures coming together. Say, we don't want you to be in charge of the new economic model, the new system that you think we think we have the right direction to go. Um, and and maybe through the course of history defines that that those escalated and led to bigger events and and larger struggles. Uh, but I don't know. I don't. I don't think history defines. We could look back to ever see a point where we're witnessing what's taking place here. Whether it's technology that's changed it, uh, whether it's um, the dynamics of, of of many people who are so dependent upon uh, the dollar, how they've been able to influence. But now we're getting major pushback from that, you know, Venezuela, Iran, uh, Pakistan, China, the Saudis, India. I mean, you name it, V. People are like saying, hey, you know what? We're ready for a change. We're not ready for uh, the Western back based economic system that you guys want to lead. Uh, it just gets more interesting from here, V. This is, I, I, again, I just, it's very unfortunate that Ukraine and the people of Ukraine are being used for this. Yeah. Uh, but I think that they're just going to keep keep pushing this for for a good minute because for so many reasons it keeps the the current system going until it completely dies. It, it greenlights the massive amount of spending bill that's taking place that they get. You know, I think they're advocating for another two point five trillion dollars for who knows what. Uh, but you know, Congress and the Senate control the the power of the purse, and they need to create these emergency scenarios uh, to pressure them into uh, the spending bills that that we can't afford to pay. Exactly right, man. Exactly right. You know, Pepe just uh, posted this. Pepe Escobar. I don't know how to get a hold of this guy. <laughs> I just don't know how to get a hold of him. The empire of lying cowards out of revenge stole Afghan savings and left 90% of the population starving. Yeah. Only That's in the first crazy. three months of 2022, 13,000 Afghan newborns died of malnutrition. Yep. Um, yeah, and and there's another. Uh, if you stay in his feed, uh, V, you know there's information coming out apparently about this mall. That, yes, yes, I have a video of it. Let me, let me yeah, pull that up. Yes, and and just if people can make sure to share this live stream. You know, counter that narrative. Uh, London Paul also had a tweet where he showed this mall where you know tons of, of civilians were killed in this this mall, quote unquote mall. Uh, but unfortunately, the the mall itself was. Perhaps not what they allude to in this. And Pepe breaks it down with this uh, this video uh, that kind of covered. I think that, yeah, this is the one, correct? Yep. Yeah, this is the one. The destruction of the Retroville Mall, military base in Kiev. That's what the, that's what happened. Yeah. Bring it back. So basically, yeah. So basically they followed this vehicle. Instead of taking it out, they wanted to see exactly where it was going. So smart with the use of their drones, they followed this vehicle all the way back to the base. And that's how they were able to determine that that was not a mall. It was actual base. <laughs> yeah, there's the there's the Ukrainian Grad rocket system. All right, here's the Grad. It's gonna fire off. There you go. And then they simply follow the the vehicle right there. It's making its turn. Oh, there it is again. And it's heading. 
Oh, yeah. I'm going to get away. Nobody will see me. He goes through the roundabout. Russian drones tracking him. There's the mall. Oh, you're going to go in the, in the shopping mall. I get you. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm going to be safe there. What, what's, what's the worst thing that could happen? You're about to find out. There he is. He's hanging out. He parks in the mall because he's he just, you know, he's picking up his Best Buy order. Yeah. He's yep, doing yep. curbside pickup. <laughs> he ordered it online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> curbside pickup. Here we go. And this is when they realize that these assholes, these sicko bastards are using civilian locations as human shields. And then they were taken out. And here we go again. Fix it. Fitting the whole. Bang. Wow. That. Holy. Dude, that was just one missile. Yep. That was just one missile. Was what was that? I don't know if that was a caliber or a Kinzel. Well, it was it looked Bam! like it came really above, right? Like... Yeah. Wow. On that is a hell, dude. That whole mall's gone. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's it gone. Out. Look at that. It just went. That thing was coming in fast, Siege. I'm mm-hmm. trying to slow it down. Could have been a hypersonic. Yeah, man. That. That's a hypersonic siege. Look at quick, the speed. Sure. Look at that. Bam. Look and the impact, that amount of power, that kinetic energy that was released, plus the explosion. Bam. Holy cow. Dude, that these are these are high-rise apartment buildings. Look how large the explosion is. One ordinance. Massive. Holy shit. Bam. Yeah, look at the the screen on the bottom over here on the right. Bottom right. Yeah, that was a hypersonic siege. That was probably a Kinzel or something else. Holy shit. Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. The name is Vladimir Putin. My pronouns are fuck around and find out. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez Louise. We don't have anything like that remotely in our inventory. And look, we have uh, some more love from the Azov Brigade. Look. Yeah, that's, that's so much tolerance. Let's go support Kiev. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. What you do? Refuse not to fight or she's trying to leave? Uh, probably. Or maybe she's not the right breeding, you know, because how do you have these Slavs in Ukraine think they're like some sort of master race linked to Hitler? <laughs> these idiots. Hitler hated Slavs. He likens Slavs to like Neon Lewis. Meanwhile, exceptional Lewis. 
First yeah. day of school in Yemen. God. Yep. But who yeah. cares? Yeah. Who cares? Right? It's just Yemen. It's not here. Yep. Folks, let me explain something to you. You know, we like to boast we're, we're a God-fearing country and a Christian country. Most of these evangelical morons who are leading evangelical churches don't know jack niddly shit about real Bible, real scripture, real ancient knowledge. They have no clue whatsoever. I call them churchians, Siege. I don't call them Christians. I call them churchians and their churchianity, right? That's what they got. And in churchianity, they have this skewed view of eschatology, that America is the great savior of the world, and Russia is Gog and Magog and all this other bullshit, right? And they turn a blind eye to this. And I'll tell you right now, man, God does not like evil. Nope. This is evil. This is evil. And and you turn a blind eye because you think you're so stupefied and so great. You turn a blind eye to the hundreds of millions of children you have starved and killed. You turn a blind eye to the dozens of countries that have been invaded in your name. You turn a blind eye to the human trafficking, the child sex trafficking, the drug and narco trafficking that is run through Washington, D.C. You turn a blind eye. You turn a blind eye because these cowardice politicians who will not even stand up to those individuals who are locked up for God knows how long for life because of January 6th, they won't even say a mention a word to those who have been locked up and held with bullshit trespassing charges on January the 6th. But... But you're going to, these, these same politicians are so vitriolic and so boastful, and they bow themselves up to go to nuclear war with Russia. I mean, how pathetic. It is. Yep. The evil we do. Yeah. I'm telling you, folks, this will not go unpunished, and this is the reason why America is about to get humbled. Very soon. Very soon. God is not mocked god is not mocked he ain't your boy he ain't your homeboy he ain't your best friend he's not mocked in for a penny in for a pound my friends that's what i gotta say siege nope completely agree v and with that being said, folks, we're at the end of the program. We're supposed to have Matthew Aaron on today at 2 p.m., but we've moved him to Thursday at 2 p.m., uh, so uh, keep lock and load for that. Tomorrow, Gustavo is live with us. Uh, tomorrow at 11 a.m., it's Cuss with Gus. And with that being said, I'm the gorilla. He's the producer, and we're over and out.